Welcome to The Breakdown with INFB. We're your hosts, Garrett Kelly. And Heidi Gant. On today's episode, we're diving into the Indiana State Fair. The fair started just a few days ago in Indianapolis, and it sounds like there's no shortage of events to attend and sites to see. So joining us today to give us the lowdown on everything that's happening at the fair this year is Anna Welchel, the Chief Marketing and Sales Officer for the Indiana State Fair. Welcome, Anna. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Garrett. I'm so pleased to be here today. Anna, before we get started on uh, details of the fair, can you tell us a little bit about your role and responsibilities? Oh my gosh. So I have been with the state fair for just over 10 years and we measure in fairs, not in years around here. And I am just so proud to be a part of this incredible team of passionate leaders my role specifically is I manage a group of, of people that really program the fair. It's more of the entertainment, the attractions, the free exhibits. You know, Livestock has its own department and dedicated team. So my team is really about building up that entertainment side of the fair, as well as all the marketing and the promotion behind the fair. Awesome. So I'm sure our listeners will find it interesting to know that the Indiana State Fair actually hasn't always been held in Indianapolis. So can you give us a little peek into some of the history of the State Fair? I love the history of the State Fair. So yes, thank you for for letting us start there. So the Indiana State Fair is actually the sixth oldest State Fair in the country. So fairs started back in the 1800s. The Indiana State Fair started in 1852. And for the first 40 years, it traveled around the state, actually. So it was at a handful of locations. And then in 1892, the state purchased the current fairgrounds that is located here in Indianapolis, uh, about three miles north of downtown. And it's about a 250-acre campus, all in, the entire fairgrounds. And the reason the state purchased this location is because it was where two railroads intersected. So it was all about transportation and helping people be able to come to the fair. And one of my favorite things about working for the state fair and being a part of the state fair is the tradition of it, right? So fairs really started to connect the farmer with the farmer. It was about, I mean, our our number one thing we do really, if you boil it down is bring people together. So they started to bring the farmer and the farmer together to share best practices, what they were learning. It was a communication opportunity. And then you fast forward to 2023 and we are 166 years young, our state fair. And it's really today about connecting the farmer with the consumer and really putting a face to agriculture, which is so critically important in today's world and helping people really understand where their food comes from. It's amazing. What a legacy and kind of adapting to the times. That's great. So let's, you know, fast forward to this year. The the theme is basketball. Can you tell me how the theme is developed? Why basketball? Maybe what kind of activities are around basketball uh, this year? Well, as I mentioned, fairs and our fair um, is really rooted in agriculture. So whenever we pick a theme, it really is about connecting a story and celebrating something about Indiana and really helping elevate that story. So we picked basketball. We actually announced this theme back in 2020, about a week before the world shut down. So we were going to have it for the 2020 fair, which obviously we were not able to host the full fair. We, we did a livestock show. Um, and so we put it on a shelf and we decided to get it back out for 2023. 
the uh, the really incredible part of this theme is Pacer Sports and Entertainment has stepped up to be our, our title partner on this. And it's really about them elevating the 2024 All-Star Game that's happening at Gainbridge Fieldhouse downtown next year. So really a, a great community story. But but as I started with, and I'll end with, the, the story that we're really going to be telling is connecting basketball back to agriculture. So, so why did basketball stay in Indiana and thrive in Indiana? And that really is all goes back to farming schedules, planting season, harvest season. And so I don't want to tease too much, but we'll uh, we'll have to let you all come to the fair and, and learn more about that. Okay, sounds fun. So we wouldn't be good Farm Bureau employees if we didn't ask you about the brand new Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion. I'm sure a lot of our listeners who show livestock are excited uh, for the updated facility. So what can 4-Hers and and spectators expect to see this year in the new building? Wow. Well, that is probably the most exciting thing at this year's State Fair is unveiling this incredible new facility in that the Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion is. A really fun story, too, about the history is this building opened in 100 years ago. So we, 100 years later, are unveiling a world-class, best-in-class facility. Um, This really, we think, will be one of the greatest livestock facilities in the nation, if not in the world. And we also, it will have a lot of great touches that are modern and more flexible space that anybody who had to unload in our old swine bar knows well. Um, so just making sure that it's um, it's rebuilt so that it can last another hundred years to continue these traditions. The, you know, the our hog shows are some of the largest shows that we have from a livestock perspective, and we're really they're they're very prestigious and respected around the country. So we are we are beyond thankful to Indiana Farm Bureau for being our partner on this facility, and we are beyond excited to showcase it. We're excited too. We've been watching the updates and it'll be great to see it, you know, finally completed. Um, So let's get back to kind of your expertise. We're talking about programming. So can you hit us with a few of the, you know, must-see concerts, the food you got to try, the exhibits? Well, just tying back to our basketball theme, we have a lot of really immersive experiences this year. We're, We're building a custom experience called Hoop Fest. It is a basketball amusement park put you in the mind of, of, of what that will feel like a lot of, uh, it'll have a full size regulation court with tournaments on it, kids camps, coaches chats, all the things that you would expect to come along with a basketball theme. We also have an incredible exhibit called the land of legends. So that is where we'll really celebrate the history of basketball in Indiana, the people who have made it so iconic and memorable, and then connecting that story back to agriculture similar to our featured farmer program that we love where we feature a different farm family every day we'll have a different basketball story every day we also have a custom new exhibit that we're calling illuminate and this is in our expo hall for the first two weeks of the fair and it is a think large oversized lantern structures that are lit up and bright and beautiful and amazing photo ops and it really is for everybody of all ages, which is really important for the state fair because we attract people from A, all around the state, which is really important to us, Um, but all different demographics and people from different walks of life. So we we bring in this programming that hopefully appeals to everybody. You know, one of the the best parts about this job is, is our kid programming. We, I think, do education the best of a lot of the state fairs that I've had the pleasure of attending. And we 
we take a lot of pride in that. So our, we have these new wow moments that are really exciting, but we also have our traditional things that people want and need to have when they come to the fair, right? So they're, they're 4-H exhibits that they want to check out and take in a livestock show and go to Little Hands on the Farm with your kids and, and the fair food, which is one of the most popular things about the state fair is back and better than ever. We have a taste of the fair competition where we encourage all of our food vendors to come up with a new item. And so this year we've got about 30 new items and they are, uh, there's some really fun, incredible ones. And all of this information is at indianastatefair.com. Who's on stage though? Give us a couple big names on stage. All right. All right. So our, our free concerts, which is the most important part that they're free. We've got an incredible variety. We've got Clint Black and Breland for country. We've got Sticks and Quiet Riot from the from the rock side of things. We've got Toby Mac and Skillet from Christian music. Cece Winans, which is just an iconic Grammy Award winner. Um, we've got some really fun shows this year. We really stepped up. And what um, tonight is going to be Keith Sweat on the stage. So we're really proud of that. Free entertainment is probably one of the other things that is really important to us. We want to make sure that Hoosiers can come to this event. It's accessible. It's inclusive. and and everybody can come and we encourage you to stay for the day. You, you really could probably come to the fair two or three times and not even see everything. So the more you come, the better. I love that. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure listeners know before they come to the fair? Yeah, we, I just always encourage people to plan your trip in advance. So all of those tools are available at our website, indianastatefair.com. The fair is open through August 20th, Sunday, August 20th. I think it's important for um, people to remember that we are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays to the public. So open Wednesdays through Sundays every week and just encourage everybody to come out and just have a great time at their state fair. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Anna. This is great. I can't wait to make it out to the fair and I hope our listeners do too. So we can't wait to see you. We can't wait to see you. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back to talk to Isabella Chisholm, Indiana Farm Bureau's second vice president and the chair of the Women's Leadership Committee to talk about their annual event at the fair. At Indiana Farm Bureau, we serve tree farmers, goat farmers, and in fact, all farmers. With over 250,000 members, Indiana Farm Bureau represents a broad range of farmers and puts power in your collective voice. You also get advice from our subject matter experts, more affordable health plan options, and support for youth programs statewide. So whether you grow soybeans or strawberries, membership means you'll be heard. Become a member today at infb.org. Hi, Isabella. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's so good to be here with you, Heidi. It's an exciting time to talk about the fair. It is. It is. All right. So can you start off by telling listeners what your role is at Indiana Farm Bureau? My role at Indiana Farm Bureau is second vice president. And part of that role is chairing the Women's Leadership Committee, which puts on various programs for our members. Tell us a little bit more about what the committee does, Isabella, and uh, how you were called to, to go for that position here at Indiana Farm Bureau. Well, thanks for that question, Garrett. Uh, I think it's important to understand 
the role that all of our members play together. And sometimes there are groups that need peer-to-peer -peer education and training development in leadership. And so that's where I believe my strengths are and why I feel uh, this is the place that I am supposed to be serving right now. It is a pure joy to watch women grow in areas that they feel weakest in and give them the tools that they need. So to answer your question in what do we do and my role with the Women's Leadership Committee, it's developing leaders and advocates for agriculture in any form, whether that's through education in a classroom, education to consumer, like at the state fair event that we have, or advocating at the state house, the courthouse, and the, our nation's capital. That's great. So today we have you here to talk more specifically about taste from Indiana Farms. So can you tell us a little bit about this annual event at the fair and how long it's been going on and what attendees will experience? I have to say Taste from Indiana Farms is an event that produces a lot of excitement in not only me, but our committee, our members. It is our largest consumer facing event, talking about agriculture, getting to talk to our um, neighbors about what we do on our farm. And I, I think the state fair gives us um, common ground. We all wanna to go to the state fair, have fun, see what's going on in Indiana, meet new people, sit down and have ice cream together. You know, So it's just a great environment to talk about what we do on our farms and share the food that we put on the tables and share on the tables. So specifically, somebody comes to Taste from Indiana Farms, what can they expect? What's the layout? What do they experience? This year, we're going to be in the new Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion. We're really excited about that, to have a namesake that highlights agriculture in the form of livestock and then various other forms. So Taste from Indiana Farms specifically, logistically, you walk in, you're greeted, you go from station to station to hear about something specific, perhaps lamb perhaps popcorn, many other things that we're going to be talking about. So that's a good point to ask you what kinds of products will be available for people to sample and any that you're particularly excited to taste? Yes. Um, one that has been surprising over just the past couple of years is lamb. So the Indiana Sheep Association actually comes and presents the summer sausage, the lamb summer sausage, and it's delicious. I honestly have to say I was skeptical, and that's what I hope everyone coming through Taste from Indiana Farms will do. Try something new. It's a very safe environment to try something new, and if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. If you do like it, you've found something new to love from Indiana agriculture. So lamb is one of those things, summer sausage. Then we have duck. Did you know that we are number one in duck production in Indiana? I don't know. That just doesn't seem like the thing that's top of mind, but we're going to have duck sticks, you know, like Slim Jims, we have duck sticks. And then that's a, that's a new one for us. So I'm anxious to try that one. Now, unless you're dairy intolerant, I'm looking forward to dairy dipped mini classic ice cream bars Ooh. for us to taste. And I'm sure at the fair, it's going to be hot like it has been. So we've also got corn nuts, soybean, lecithin in chocolate. Mm, I love chocolate. And I love knowing that we've some of the soybeans we grow on our farm are used in that chocolate. And then apple cider slushies and cucumber pickles. 
I'm going to have about 40 duck sticks. I don't know about you, Heidi. Those <laughs> Sounds good to me. Isabella, can you tell us why this event is so important to the Women's Leadership Committee and to agriculture in general? Maybe things you hear from people who attend, uh, you know, what they get out of it. What, why is this so important? So the committee continues to do this for 30 years now, at least, uh, because it's the opportunity to talk about what we do, why we do it with people, some that understand a little bit, some that understand nothing. They just know that they're eating the food. They know it comes from somewhere other than the grocery store, but they don't know much else about it. So it's the opportunity to talk to more people gathering in one location that are interested. You can talk as long as you want or as little as you want. So you realize that some of the members are um, interested in in more than others. Something that I found very interesting and fun was Taste from Indiana Farms has become an annual meeting spot for some people. People that graduate high school or college together, they meet at the fair during Taste from Indiana Farms. Now, with COVID years, we've had to move around our locations a little bit. And when they find us again, they say, oh, we thought we were going to miss you this year. We didn't know where you were going to be. So it's something that it surprises us that it's become an important part in some people's lives to find us at the state fair. I love that. I'm excited to see it in the new location as well. So let's talk about actual logistics. Tell everybody when and where, how can they find you? All right. So Taste from Indiana Farms is going to be running August 10th, which is a Thursday through Sunday, August the 13th. Each of those days, we are going to be in the brand new Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can come through any of those times. There is not a set program at one time or another. You come through any time that works out well for you. You need a little break from the sun. Come on in. We're air conditioned. And it's free. And it's free. That's absolutely right. <laughs> That's probably important to a lot of people. I just assume everybody knows since it's been free. But yeah, it's right. Yeah. Come in and touch, try something new, talk to a farmer, ask your questions, get your questions answered. You know, Heidi, that's something I didn't share earlier, is that uh, the looks on some of the faces, uh, whether it's an adult or a child, it really doesn't matter. They're surprised to find out where some of their um, favorite things are grown and how they get to their table. I love that. I, I don't care how many times I see it. I just love that realization of, I didn't know that. And you actually grow this? Like, yeah, it's great. Love it. One of the best deals at the fair, free 99. Can't beat it. <laughs> Finally, Isabella, where's, where can people learn more? Who can they reach out to uh, within Farm Bureau to learn more about this program? and the Women's Leadership Program? Well, I would like for them to reach out to me as far as that goes. That's uh, ichism at infb.org. They can also go to our website. They can look at our social media pages. Uh, those would be an easy way for them to find out what we're doing and when we're doing it. Awesome. All right. That's, anything else we didn't ask you that you want to make sure we cover? Yeah, Heidi, thanks for that opportunity. Uh, I hope to see a lot of you out there. Uh, the fair, not only is it a fun place, we always learn something when we leave the fair and we always get to take away something we've learned from somebody new that we've met. So come and talk to us at the fair. I hope to see you at Taste from Indiana Farms. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much, Isabella, for talking to us today. And we look forward to seeing you out there. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Garrett. 
If you enjoyed our conversation today, make sure to subscribe to The Breakdown with INFB and even rate and review us to let us know how we're doing. For more information, visit infb.org slash podcast. Next month, join us for a conversation with Agrinovis President and CEO, Mitch Frazier. Mitch Frazier.